The longer you keep these things in your closet, the more you'll be tempted to actually wear them. And that, that, that's not who you are. That's not who you are. That's not what we're doing. Okay, get rid of them. That's none of your business and that's none of my business. Okay, this is about you. It's not about what your goals look like in relation to anybody else's. Because you know how sometimes you'll say, oh, I really need to do this thing. And then you lie to yourself. And then you do a bunch of other stuff to feel accomplished and productive, even though you didn't do what you were actually supposed to do, like the most important thing, right? You know how you deceive yourself in that way? Or when you have stuff to do and then all of a sudden you need a nap and then you push it to the next day? That's what I mean. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I'm going to be doing a mini series of like three to four videos on how to make the best out of the next three months or Q4 so that you do not go into 2024 with your tail between your legs still trying to figure out what you want to manifest, okay? This is the time for us to start planning and already implementing things so we can have momentum going into the new year versus trying to figure out what your plan for the year is on January 1st. So I'm going to break this episode up into three sections and then I'll give you some homework, okay? Because this is, we are making a plan here, people, okay? So the first part will be figuring out what has to go, taking inventory of where you are right now and what has to go. The second part is what do you actually want? Okay, so getting clear on the things you want to manifest this quarter and going into 2024. And then the third part will be creating the actual plan to achieve those things. And all of this is based on stuff that I have been doing in the background in my own life and I've been seeing results. So I figure why not share? Okay. Okay. So the first thing is what has to go? Where are you right now? What has to go? It's basically decluttering your life in several areas and aspects. Now we are focusing on Q4, which is three months. So I'm not going to give you too many things. I'm going to try to break it down into tangible things. So the first thing is decluttering your closet and your home, right? I've been doing this on the back end. I have I had like two trash bags full of clothes that I plan on giving away because they just don't resonate with who I am anymore and who I'm trying to be. So, and I know y'all saw that previous episode I made or the clip that talked about the best version of you wouldn't wear those old t-shirts. Same, same energy, same energy. So all of the, the t-shirts and stuff that I used to sleep in, now they weren't old. Okay, they weren't old, they were still in good quality, but like I decided to get matching sets and like silk pajamas and stuff like that. So I threw away all of those shirts and I've also been getting more loungewear and stuff like that. But I digress. The first part is decluttering your wardrobe. Before we even get into replacing anything, you need to make space for the new things that represent the best version of you, okay? So those old t-shirts you've been wearing for decades, with the holes and they look like they've been washed a million times it's time to get rid of them okay all of the trendy outfits and pieces that you bought that no longer resonate with you maybe you bought a lot of crop tops and now you don't wear crop tops just an example get rid of them 
either sell them, donate them, drop them off at Goodwill, throw them in the trash, something, but get rid of them. The longer you keep these things in your closet, the more you'll be tempted to actually wear them and that, that, that's not who you are. That's not who you are, that's not what we're doing, okay? Get rid of them. If you haven't worn it or thought about it, if you didn't even remember you had it for the last three months, spare me the excuses, spare yourself the long story about, oh, well, you know, I could wear it then. Get rid of it, get rid of it, okay? So declutter your wardrobe, then take inventory of your relationships, okay? Who are the people in your life and how do you feel about them? I want you to think of how your energy feels when you get around that person or when it's time to interact with that person. Because sometimes we look at things like, oh, I've known this person for so long, that's my day one, whatever. You know, like, and, and you hesitate to get rid of these people and these relationships because of how long you've known these people. But I want you to pay attention to two things in regards to your relationships. Number one, how does how do you feel what type of energetic reaction do you get when you're around these people when you interact with them does that resonate with the type of relationships that the best version of yourself would have be honest with yourself and then the second thing i want you to think about is would the best version of yourself have this friend or have this type of friendship or relationship right because you cannot tell me you're trying to become the best version of yourself and this is how they act, this is the type of people they have around them and you're making space for people who pull you down or people who are not aligned with that. You see what I'm saying? So let's get clear on what the best version of us looks like and we'll get to that in a second. But I want you to take inventory of the relationships in your life and I want you to assess how they make you feel and whether or not they're aligned with where you want to go. And then lastly, in the first section about taking inventory of your life, I want you to think about your personal habits and routines, your habits, your patterns and routines that are no longer serving you. Let me give you an example of my own, right? We talk about accountability. I will take accountability. I will call myself out, okay? I have... I have a lot of things going on in my life right now, a lot of new things that I'm adding, okay, in in regards to all of this, you know, leveling up and improving my life. My schedule has changed a lot, and I have to rearrange things, and long story short, before I, you know, make excuses, basically, I have not been able to pin down a consistent schedule that allows me to get these videos recorded and that's why you know you know that that that's me addressing the elephant in the room okay but so full transparency on my end you know me taking accountability i've realized that if i'm going to take this seriously i can no longer you know keep behaving in a way or being so disorganized in the sense of trying to do too many things and then not prioritizing what's important so because it reflects in my output okay so that is something that i notice about myself and then also i've been trying to create a consistent morning routine but because my nighttime routine sometimes fluctuates then it's like if i stay awake later at night then it's harder to get up earlier you see what i'm saying 
So I have been implementing my nighttime menu and trying to shut things down earlier so that I can wake up consistently at 6.30 a.m., okay? Don't ask me what time I wake up right now. That's not your business. That's the end of that. So that's some examples in my life, right? So I want you to think about some things in your life, big or small, whether it's your morning routine, your nighttime routine, making times for the things that you know you should prioritize, where are you slacking off, what habits and patterns and things in your life right now are throwing you off, and creating all of these obstacles around achieving the life that you actually want, right? Taking you out of alignment. So these are the three main areas I want you to focus on in terms of decluttering your life, taking inventory, and what has to go in the next three months. That way, going into 2024, you have room for your new wardrobe showing up physically like the best version of yourself. You, are, you have better aligned relationships and you also are developing new habits and patterns. You already have momentum of these new habits going into 2024. So you're not trying to figure out what to do and you're not starting everything on January 1st, okay? So that's the first section. The second section is creating like a brain dump of what the best version of your, yourself or your life looks like, right? So I've been doing this, I have an iPad and I use GoodNotes and I actually created like multiple templates for myself that I take a bunch of Pinterest pictures and I put it on the iPad and that's literally like my mini vision board. And every morning when I'm like reviewing my plan for the day or for the week, when I'm having my visionary meetings with myself, which I spoke about in a previous episode, I basically consult that vision board and I make sure that the things I'm doing get me closer to these um, things that I want to manifest. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do in the second section of this episode. Brain dump everything that you want in the different areas of your life. Some examples of these areas or categories are your career, your finances, your relationships, or your social life, your romantic life, your love life, all of that, family, friendships, etc. Recreation, health and fitness, personal development and education, spirituality, and your lifestyle. So I actually made my personal reinvent yourself journal available for y'all and it, you can get it at secludedthoughts.com slash journals so literally all of the stuff i've been doing on the back end i've created a template to help you start doing the same and if you don't have an ipad that is fine you can either print it out and then print out the pictures and stick it on just like you would with a physical vision board so you don't need an ipad i just happen to do it on my ipad or you can do it on your laptop. So basically it has all of these areas and then it has a section for you to add pictures that you found on Pinterest or online, wherever, of images that represent what you want your life to look like in that specific area. Like for example, if you want to be somebody who travels a lot, then there's a section for what your life would look like, what your travel and leisure would look like, your lifestyle, and you can put all the pictures of like your ideal destinations, etc. And then there's also pages in there to help you figure out a plan on how to get those things, which we'll talk about next. So that's literally how I have been doing it on the back end. So I just decided to make that available for y'all. So I, ha I use my planner 
I have all of these areas of my life and I put pictures because I'm a visual person and it's one thing for me to write out like what I'm trying to manifest on my goals. I want such and such by this date or whatever or whatever the, the, the idea is, whatever the goal is. It's one thing for me to write that out, but when I'm looking at my iPad and I'm like scrolling through my pages and I see a bunch of words, it doesn't always catch my attention. But because I have those mini vision boards representing each of those things, it helps me visualize the life. It helps me remember. It gives me an actual physical or visual idea of what I'm trying to manifest in my life. And then on the, on the other pages or like after I look at the visual representation, my mini vision board, then I can start creating a plan for that exact thing. And I will talk to you about how I plan it out in the next section, which is creating a plan or breaking it up into months, the next three months. So after you've created your mini vision board for each category of your life, and if you're listening on audio, I do have a YouTube video up and I'm actually demoing like how to use the journal and everything. So if you want to see that, go look at the YouTube video. But after you create your mini vision boards in the different areas of your life, I want you to break it up into the three months. So some of these things may or may not be attainable for the next three months. I encourage you to put what you really want to accomplish in Q4 versus like a whole year outlook. Now, nothing is too big for God, right? But he can be limited by our own self-imposed limitations, okay? So I want you to be mindful of that. So if you believe that there is absolutely no way possible that you could, let's say, buy a house next month because you have no money in your bank account, etc., then even though God can make that happen because you have absolutely no faith, it is likely that it's not going to happen. So I want you to find a balance between creating realistic goals for the next three months for Q4, but then also making them aspirational yet attainable, right? So they have to be goals that require you to stretch and become a better version of yourself to achieve them. But if you really think it's not realistically possible for you to, let's say, acquire 20 real estate investment properties in the next three months because you have no money, I'm saying that could be part of your long-term vision board, but I want you to stick to things that are aspirational yet realistic. I, know, I don't like that word, but you know, you, you get what I mean. Well, I want you to stick to things that requires a stretch from you, but it's more or less attainable in Q4, okay? Don't do things like go to brunch with friends that's relatively simple right that's not aspirational that doesn't require you to stretch but you might want to do something like start a new class for i don't know let's use tennis for example because i just started tennis you might say something like you know you always wanted to try tennis so in q4 you are going to start tennis lessons you're going to find a coach and you're going to start tennis right that's something that could be in your health and fitness goals. It's a new sport. It requires you to step outside of your comfort zone. That's like an example of a good um, lifestyle goal that's attainable in Q4. It's new, 
you pr probably suck the first time, but you step outside of your comfort zone and it aligns with the lifestyle in terms of health and fitness goals of the best version of yourself. I hope that makes sense. So that's a personal example for me, by the way. I actually did this. So back to creating your plan. After you've created these goals for Q4, I want you to break them up into break them up by month. What is more attainable in October versus November versus December or whatever time you're watching this video because I tend to plan my life in quarters. So if you happen to be watching this in Q1, you can do this for Q1 too. But we're focusing on Q4 because that's the time I'm posting this episode. So break it up by month. What can you get done in October? What can you get done in November? What can you get done in December, right? That is no easy task per se, because you have to be honest with yourself because you want to make your plan realistic because if you try to stretch yourself too much and you don't hit these goals, you might feel extremely discouraged and that, that will affect your momentum. You need to set it up in a way where you can start checking things off your list so you feel more confident because again, confidence is you keeping your promises to yourself, right? It lets you trust yourself, you trust your word because you do what you say you're going to do. So set it up in a way that is attainable so you can hit these goals off in the month that you planned for it and that gives you momentum, that gives you confidence and you feel better at the end of the year, okay? So don't try to put too many things in October. Be very realistic about this plan. So high level, break them out by month, okay? What can you do now versus next month versus December? Then I want you to define systems and routines that will help you achieve and maintain these goals depending on what they are. Let me give you an example. With me, I said my health and fitness goals is that I want to move my body every single day. Now that is going to look different every single day, right? But I have multiple activities and workouts that I do and some that I'm going to also add in in the, in the coming months that will help me achieve that goal. So I do Pilates, I just started tennis, I plan on going to the gym soon, and I plan on adding other activities, right? I also walk. I do like a four-ish mile walk. You know, I like spending time in nature. Um, so I do walking as well. And then I also do stretches. That's an example for me, right? Now, the systems I put in place is creating a routine for all of these things. So two days a week, I will do Pilates on these days at, the, at these times. Then I do the same for tennis. Then I do the same for my walks. Then I do the same for stretching. That might seem like a lot to you, but I'm not saying you have to do it like that. Your fitness goals might be completely different from mine. It might be more rigorous. It might be less rigorous. That's none of your business and that's none of my business, okay? This is about you. It's not about what your goals look like in relation to anybody else's. I'm just giving you an example. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? 
I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. So the systems and routines you have to create is if you say, okay, you are the type of person who's going to be that fit and active, what are the systems, what dates and times and how often are you going to do these activities? Create a routine, right? If you say you are the type of person who wants to travel often, like that's a lifestyle goal for you, how often do you travel? Say something like, I will travel once every three months, so four times a year. And then you can break that down further by saying, because I want to travel, I will save $5 every single day. I will set up an automatic transfer from my checkings to a separate new savings, high yield savings, okay, to a separate new high yield savings account called my travel fund. I will put $5 a day or set up an automatic transfer for $35 every week or every two weeks or every month. Tailor it to you and your budget. I will set up an automatic transfer from checkings to savings or from my paycheck to this separate high yield travel fund so I can have money in that account for my quarterly trips. You see what I'm saying? I actually do this, by the way. I like to travel, so I have a separate high-yield savings account called my travel fund, and I put money away so that when I'm ready to travel or when one of my friends, when some of my friends are like, do you want to go this place? Yes, I have money in the account. That's what the money is there for because I prioritize traveling. So I've set up different systems in my life to be able to afford to travel. You see what I'm saying? I also have travel credit cards so I can use my points and my miles to book trips. And I put all of my daily spending on it so that I can accumulate the points, pay off the cards every month, accumulate the points, use the points to travel, and then I have a travel savings fund for spending while I'm in whatever country. You see what I'm saying? Practical examples. Create systems and routines in your life that will support that goal. You cannot just say, oh, I want to travel, and then when the time comes, it's like, well, I don't have the money. You should have been saving. Create a saving system or a routine, right? Make it part of your budget to save for this. The same way you save for a rainy day or emergency fund, save for travel. Save for the things that are important to you. Maybe it's not travel. Maybe you just like to... And maybe, maybe you want to go to the spa every now and then. Create a spa fun, fund. Create a self-care fund. So you can do things like get nice massages or facials every month. Do something, you know, like something like that for yourself. Create a separate savings fund so you have the money for it. And by the way, when I first started my travel fund, I started it 
in 2019, after I graduated college, when I didn't necessarily have the budget for it, I created the habit of sending money to a separate account for travel. And I was putting, I think, $5 a week. So $20 a month. $20 a month. Mind you, I wasn't traveling because then the pandemic hit. But all of that was accumulating. And then when we could finally travel, I had some money in the account to go. But you have to develop the habit. You do not wait until you need something or when you have to do something and then try to fend for yourself and say, oh, well, I just don't have the money. It's not in the budget. If it's important to you, prioritize it and create a system and routine that will allow you to do these things. Okay, so that's what I mean by create systems and routines. Come up with a plan. Don't just put the goal down and then, you know, that's it. You're doing one thing. Come up with an actual routine that will help you fund that goal or be able to do it or just a routine for holding yourself accountable and keeping you consistent. Don't say, I want to start Pilates. I want to start going to the gym. Be very specific. When are you going to go to the gym? How often? At what time? Which gym? You need to know all of these things because saying I want to go to the gym means nothing. It's a blanket statement. It doesn't tell me that you will go. If you say I'm going to start going to the gym every Mondays at 6.30 after work at Lifetime Fitness, right? That's very specific. You have a plan. I'm more like, I'm more likely to believe you, you are more likely to believe yourself because you have a plan. Put it in your calendar. Create a system, okay? And get people to hold you accountable if you don't do a good job of holding yourself accountable. But the systems and the routines will help. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've seen the results in my own life, okay? Now, the last part about this planning section is to create the goals and the steps to take to achieve those things. So that's kind of aligned with the, the, the systems and stuff, but we're breaking it down a little bit further. I guess this is kind let me just give the example. Let's use the tennis example, right? So this, the tennis would be the goal. Depending on the budget, your budget, you know, like paying for the, ta- the, the classes, getting your... Um, tennis outfit attires and the the rackets the the gear etc put it in a month that it's feasible for you then create the systems how often are you going to go but then you also have to have goals or milestones that aligns with that to also hold you accountable and to give you the opportunity to celebrate and reward yourself along the way so for example in tennis and i just started so don't okay spare me so there are different ratings or different levels that you play at least in the u.s so it's like a usta rating and if you just start out then you you likely at a one and then i think the highest is five i'm not sure but like it's basically levels to your skills right so you might say like one of the goals is to be a usta two i don't even know if i'm saying that right One of your goals might be to be at a USTA 2 skill level by the end of the year, right? I don't know how long that will take. Or by the end of the month. That would probably require you to go more often in the month, like maybe two or three times a week, every week, right? But that's what I mean. If you create the goal, it will tell you how to form the systems. So 
if you say you want to be like a professional in tennis, you want to be advanced by the end of the year in the next three months, you need to be going every week. You need to be going every week. You need private lessons. You need a coach. You need the goal tells you the level you need to create the systems at. The goal sets the, the standard and the pace for the systems you have to create to achieve the goal, right? And then the systems will help the goal take care of it itself, basically. So if you say you only want to learn the foundations and get better at, you know, how you hit the ball and stuff. Okay, clearly I just started. But if, you, if that's your only goal, then you can say, okay, I only need to go maybe once or twice a week whenever I start for the next few weeks, right? And you could achieve that. If you say you want to be um, a three by the end of the year, you probably need to go more often and get the, the, the private sessions. Does that make sense? That's what I'm trying to tell you. When you create the goal and the milestones, it will tell you how rigorous your systems need to be or not. If you say you want to save, you have a savings goal. In Q4, you want to save $1,000, right? That's $300 per month. Three, 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 you get the point. That's like $300 per month. If your goal is to save a thousand and you have to save three hundred dollars, then you either have to make more money to support that goal, or you have to cut back on your expenses. So, you, if you go the make more money route, then you know if you have to make three three three, you have something you have to sell that costs twenty dollars. Divide that by three three three, you get your number of sales, and you do what you need to do to get the number of sales. You see how it makes sense when you start breaking it down by systems when you start doing the math it becomes more attainable but if you just leave it as save a thousand dollars this quarter how are you going to do that come up with a plan the money is not going to save itself okay that's what i mean but if you say you only want to save three hundred dollars then you only have to save a hundred dollars a month so you may not have to cut back that much on your expenses does that make sense okay great other examples are like if you want to start therapy like I do, then create different checklists or to-do lists. Like that one is different. It's more qualitative. So there's not much math there, but you cre could create different goals. Like by this date, find a therapist. By this date, have your first appointment. That way your goal is not as broad as start therapy. Create dates, create mini milestones so you know when um, you have to accomplish certain things and that helps you achieve the goal more smoother. You have to break it down, okay? So that is my tips and whatnots, my advice for planning Q4. Again, these are things that I have been doing on the back end. Again, unfortunately, because I don't show that much of my life, you know, I can't. You just have to take my word for it. You just have to take my word for it. But yeah, these are things that I've actively been doing. I have been using my own um, version of the Reinvent Yourself journal, but I have revised it and I've made it available for y'all. So again, it's at secludedthoughts.com slash reinvent. I will also leave the link in the description. I highly recommend getting that because if you're a visual person like me, it's really going to help. Like just saying, oh, I want to rebrand myself or reinvent myself. Or do -do -do -do. You need to know what that looks like. Okay, Pinterest is your friend. This is like an organized way to store all of your goals and your mini vision for each aspect of your life. 
and actually creates a plan so you can accomplish those things. It's been working for me. That's why I thought I would share. So in terms of making the best of Q4, planning your Q4 so that you are not going into 2024 trying to figure your life out, let's do better. Okay, let's do better. We are not doing that. We are not doing that. This is not what I st- this is not what we stand for on this platform. So we need to start planning now. We need to start getting our life together today. Okay? So again, your summary for getting your life together in Q4 and not running around on January 1st trying to figure out what to do with the lazy people who wait last minute. The first thing is take inventory of your life and decide what needs to go. Declutter your closet, take inventory of your relationships, put distance, cut people off, do what you need to do, okay? It's not worth the best version of yourself. It's not, sac- it's not worth sacrificing that, okay? And then also figure out what habits and patterns that you have right now that are holding you back, that are preventing you from being the best version of yourself, preventing you from being in alignment, allowing you to be lazy and unproductive, etc. okay? Take, so the first part, Take inventory in these areas and decide what has to go. The second thing, do a brain dump and get very clear on what the best version of yourself and your ideal lifestyle looks like. I would recommend getting the Reinvent Yourself journal to build your mini vision boards and start creating those systems or just do a brain dump in those categories, career, lifestyle, personal style, Friendships, relationships, spirituality, personal development, education, etc. Define what you want to accomplish in those areas in your life in the next three months. Okay, at the end of the year in December, we're going to build on that for 2024. For now, decide what you want to start creating momentum for this quarter so you can go into the new year with some sense. Okay, and then last but not least, Create your plan for achieving those things. Create your plan, break it up by month. What is achievable in each of those months? Don't stretch yourself too thin and don't leave everything for last minute because you want to gain confidence and build momentum going into the following month, okay? Create your goals for each of those things. What goals and milestones can you break this main goal into? And then create systems and routines that allow you to achieve those things by the ideal time you want to achieve it. And then last but not least, do yourself a favor and subscribe to the Secluded Thoughts podcast. You can follow me on YouTube here or you can subscribe on any podcast streaming platform, Apple, Spotify, whatever else people use. Make sure you subscribe. I release episodes every Sunday and clips from the episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. There are over 132 episodes out for you to get your life together and have an accountability partner in your ear every single day. And if you're new here and you don't know, I do not sugarcoat. I am not here to give you blanket motivation and then you listen, feel energized, and then you go be lazy and do absolutely nothing. I'm here to hold you in check. I'm here to hold you accountable. I will be calling you out on the things that you need to hear versus telling you what you want to hear because you need to get your life together. I need to get my life together. This is about becoming the best version of yourself and I will not be sugarcoating anything, okay? So if that resonates with you, make sure you subscribe. If you like the video, 
like it like actually like it on youtube okay help me out like the video subscribe follow on all the podcast streaming platforms leave a five-star review and a rating you know share it with a friend that's a share this episode with a friend because y'all need to do this together and hold each other accountable okay because you know how sometimes you'll say oh i really need to do this thing and then you lie to yourself and then you do a bunch of other stuff to feel accomplished and productive even though you didn't do what you were actually supposed to do like the most important thing right you know how you deceive yourself in that way or when you have stuff to do and then all of a sudden you need a nap and then you push it to the next day that's what i mean these kind of things happen when you are the only person holding yourself accountable so share this episode with a with a friend get the journals create your plan and then hold each other accountable and then tune in every sunday so i can snatch your edges and hold you accountable okay because i'm not playing with y'all so that is all i have to say this week and i will talk to you next sunday next sunday I am going to be talking about creating the actual plan to reinvent yourself and how I've been doing this in the background in my own life. So if that piques your interest, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on the notification bell to get notified when I release the episode. Same thing happens if you're subscribed to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. You will get the notification, so make sure you do that. Okay, that is officially all I have to say, and I will talk to you next Sunday.